Good afternoon, Acadiana. Welcome aboard to Kane Radio's Chip Shots. Teddy Sliman with you here in the air chair. Hopefully to be joined by my colleague, Ralph Boxcar Bazaar. I haven't heard from him today, so uh, just assume he's coming in, and we'll have to wait and see. Well, golfer's nightmare. Snow, rain, freezing. Now, nothing but rain predicted this week. So uh, we go from the cold and rainy to the rainy and hot. We'll just have to tolerate it. It's that time of the year, right? Not conducive to golf. But spring's on the horizon. That's what we look forward to. All the big golf tournaments come up in uh, March, April, and May. Golf's finest hour are those three months. All right, let's thank our sponsors before we move along too far. certainly want to thank our title sponsor, GolfBalls.com. Appreciate their support of uh, Chip Shots and our golf talk show here on Kane Radio. As I always say, anything you want in golf, you can get it at GolfBalls.com. They're located on Arnold Boulevard in Lafayette, right there in the shopping center next to uh, Harbor Freight Tools. And I guarantee you, anything you want or possibly could get in golf, they'll have it or they can get it for you. Of course, they specialize in logoed golf balls all over the world. They send golf balls to companies and courses and what have you with uh, their special logo on them. Golfballs.com, if you're interested in uh, hitting in their demonstrator, you can try out the latest and newest golf clubs from all the major golf companies and uh, try out their demonstrators and hit into their simulator and see if you might want to maybe buy a set for the spring coming up. Golfballs.com. Of course, our local golf clubs are Chaffalaya, Bellevue, Sugar Oaks, Cane Row, Eagle Ridge, and now we've added St. Mary's Golf Course as they, uh, they had the uh, most recent Pro-Am, which we're going to talk about in a bit. Nine-hole course. It's a, a sister course to Bellevue and Franklin. They are two nine-hole courses located right here in Acadiana that are not that many. Now, I think there's like 700 nine-hole courses in all of the United States of America, and uh, that's not many uh, when you c- consider, you know, all the golf courses there are. And, uh, and by the way, since we're talking about nine-hole courses, the United States Golf Association's handicap system has uh, now verified that uh, nine-hole scores can count in computing your handicap, which before that was a no-no. You had to play a stipulated round, which was 18 holes. So now nine holes count. So those nine-hole courses, they get a little boost and a little publicity with that from the United States Golf Association. So back to our local golf results and uh, news from the local golf clubs. Bellevue, the one in the nine-hole course, uh, had their monthly dogfight. They snuck it in, in between the weather. I bet you if I asked uh, somebody that listens to chips, chip shots pretty regularly and I say Bellevue, they're going to know who won this tournament and also who finished second. Of course, it was the owner, Ty Burdett. He needed 28 points, made 32, so he was plus four. His son, Brandon, finished second, making 36 points, which is even poor, and that's a pretty good score in uh, inclement weather, cold. Cold weather, you can't uh, hit the ball as far. You, uh, your swing is, is limited, restricted, because of the 
Muscles are still cold, so uh, that's a darn good score. Brandon was plus two, and finishing in third place, David Narking plus one. Upcoming at uh, Bellevue, hopefully, weather permitting, next month, a two-man scramble. So uh, Ty and Brandon will uh, once again put up their skills against the rest of the field and see what happens. And then talking about St. Mary, their sister nine-hole golf course, they had the most recent pro-am on our Cadiana Pro-Am Association circuit. 92 players teed it up a couple of weeks ago. Nice uh, event. Uh, first time I played there in quite quite a long time. <coughs> and I had the pleasure of playing with, uh, of course, Doug Beard, the tournament director. I usually play with him. And uh, also uh, Brian Saunier joined us. He had a few days off from his work and took one of them and played with us. And then the most important part was I had fun playing with uh, Tillman Simmons and David Marchand, two of the players that I coached way back in the uh, mid to late 80s at the, uh, for the UL Raging Cajuns. I coached them uh, for a couple of years, and those two guys were on, on a team. In fact, they were on a team that won what was back then the Louisiana, all-Louisiana Classic, which was all the Louisiana golf, course, uh, golf teams participating in an event at Torrey Pines, Toro Pines. <laughs> I got Torrey Pines on my mind, as that's where the PGA Tour stop is. But at any rate, I had fun with those two guys, and... Uh, Kind of brought, brought us back in the day. And so uh, finishing on the first place team with plus six was Tillman Simmons himself. He shot even par and um, joined the team of Phil Molidos, Paul Ladesur, and Hughes Desimo. And uh, so they were plus six. Second place team with plus three, Randall Falgu, Mitch Guillory, Roger Pisani, and Paul Colson. First place team won $105. Second place team won $75. And, of course, that's redeemable at golfballs.com. What a great advantage or uh, perk to have for our association to win uh, money at a place where you can get just about anything you want in the realm of golf. Hard goods, soft goods, they have it at golfballs.com. So then finishing uh, in third place with plus one, Ryan Desimo, the pro at uh, Cane Row, he teamed up with Bryson Coons, Todd Ardouin, and Carl Broussard. And they were plus one winning $48. The low individual players, low A player was Jason A. Bear. Low B player, Brian Sonier. He shot even poor, and the guy I played with. Brian had a remarkable round. He uh, First seven or so holes, he, uh, he had no pars. Uh, I think five bogeys and one birdie or something to that effect. And then he caught fire on the back nine, made five birdies, and brought it back to even par. So he was a low B player. Glenn Gidry, low C player, went in $30 as well. And then Hughes Desimo, low D player, went in $30. Our next Acadiana Pro-Am will move down the Highway 14 to uh, Southern Oaks in Abbeville. And that's those dates are to be announced with the rainy weather ensuing coming up. And I don't know, it's just that time of the year where nasty weather seems to, uh, to occur and we have to dodge it to play in tournaments. And so Kane, <coughs> Southern Oaks will have it in February, then Cane Row in March, Eagle Ridge in April, Sugar Oaks in May, 
and Bellevue again in June, and then we will uh, repeat that rotation for the rest of the year. And speaking of Kane Row, they have a bunch of specials with which they are still promoting. Veterans of all kinds, retired or active, on Wednesdays you only pay $25. Their senior rate is $35, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday only. And then their twilight rate, which I doubt is existing at this point, but uh, nonetheless it's $30. Okay, so if you want to be a member at Cane Row, <coughs> they have a bunch of perks and it's a... Uh, pretty good deal. I know the winter time is not the time to join, but uh, spring's on the horizon. I think their uh, fiscal year starts up in April, so maybe you can get a, a discount or something if you go talk to Ryan there, and uh, he'll fix you up to promote their membership. So it's $142, but listen to the advantages you get. 20% off of soft goods, 10% off of hard goods. That's all year long. Anytime you're a member, whatever's in the pro shop and whatever Retail price they have, you get those discounts. And here's the one that I think is real important. You can book your tea time one week in advance, whereas the public can only do it one day in advance. That's a huge benefit because uh, that tea times book up real quickly when, uh, when the weather's nice. And, you know, golf's a, a game where it takes a long time to play. You know, four hours is probably a, a good time if you're uh, on, a, on a busy day. And sometimes five hours. So uh, if you want that specific tea time where you have another engagement to make or go to, you want to book your tea time in advance. And if you're a member there, you can do so. They also chart your handicap according to the Louisiana Golf Association's handicap system. They uh, waive your MGA, Men's Golf Association dues. So a bunch of perks there. And Cane Rose also licensed to sell UL Raging Cajun merchandise. That's another big advantage right there in their golf shop. And speaking of sales, they have little merchandise. They're still waiting on orders to come. Shipping is difficult uh, over all horizons, but uh, particularly in golf, for some reason, uh, trucking and stuff is uh, preventing them from getting merchandise in, in a timely fashion, that is. But they do have some stuff in there, so uh, go check out that Johnny O Polos, 40% off. Johnny O Pullovers. 30% off. Travis Matthews Golf Shoes. This is a whopping 50% off of their stock there. Maybe they have your size. Golf bags, 30% off. And then hats, caps, visors, gloves, all that other stuff, 10% off. They also have GPS range finders. I think they have a few left. Uh, these GPS range finders gives you the yardage verbally and then uh, plays music when it's not doing that. So uh, a lot of the young players are going to that having a good time while they're playing, not messing up their concentration like it does us old folks. Had the chance to stop by Eagle Ridge today. Hadn't done that in quite a while. Chatted with uh, Gary Kidd, the owner, and uh, Jay Dupan, the uh, pro that's uh, been working there for uh, probably a year and a half now. And as I walked in, both of them, uh, <laughs> along with Bobby Deloney, were watching TV goes to show you how uh, how slow golf is right now. But at any rate, they gave me some news, not much, but some. Uh, that course was re-rated. The results aren't in yet, 
but uh, they're now promoting a, of course it was rated by the Louisiana Golf Association, and now they're joining the handicap system. Uh, well, they're joining the LGA. If you remember that Eagle Ridge for $30 for the whole year, you can be a member of the Louisiana Golf Association, and of course they chart their handicaps like they do at Cane Row for free. And that, that's a big advantage if you like to play in tournaments at competitive courses. <laughs> they also starting up or recranking up their MGA. Now they have a big influx of members. Their MGA is uh, is on. It should be a, a nice size one where they can have some tournaments and things throughout the course of the year. And they're charging thirty dollars for that. But the big thing they were excited about is looking forward to a date, March tenth. And uh, that date rings a bell because that's the day we go back to daylight savings time. But again, a golfer's dream to have that extra hour late in the afternoon to play maybe an extra nine holes of golf or nine holes of golf after work. What a great deal. We look forward to that. March 10th. Down at Sugar Oaks, they're still promoting their weekly specials. Nine or 18 holes on Monday and Tuesday is only $22.00. Once again, they're one of the only courses open on Mondays in our area. And the all-day special, which is my favorite, is on Wednesdays, which is $31. And uh, that's the day they have their uh, scramble, uh, Twilight Scramble, which this past Wednesday, January 17th, got rained out, canceled. So uh, they, uh, they moved it to Friday. And then instead of a shamble, which they usually play on Fridays, they had the scramble. So uh, let's see the results of that. In fact, they, they moved it from Friday to Saturday. Uh, I guess with the weather was still bad on Friday. Can't really remember. But uh, any rate, the, the winners of the scramble on Saturday, January 20th, was Paul Olivier, Jed Mesh, Dylan Mesh, and Keith Domains. They were minus and Sunday, uh, the following day, January 21st, they played a shootout. By the way, since I'm reading this, it reminds me that January 21st, a certain golfer turned 84 years old. And that would be the GOAT, greatest of all time in most people's estimation. One Jack Nicholas turned 84 years old on Sunday, January 21st. We wish him a, whole, a good year. <sighs> 18 major championships. Of course, Tiger Woods is right there with 15, and uh, who knows what could have happened if and Tiger would have stayed healthy and paid attention to uh, some of his morals. Who knows? Anyway, I diverse, divert from, uh, from what I was saying. Sunday, January 21st, Sugar Oaks had a shootout. Winning the flight A was... Jason Champagne, plus one. Winning flight B, Kevin Letford, plus seven. It was a very cold and windy day from uh, the folks that sent me this information, <coughs> and uh, as was a lot of the golf tournaments that uh, happened to make it in the schedule. Cold and windy has been a common theme for this January. Oh, great. Boxcars driving up. Happy days are here again. All right, results from the uh, Gator Golf Club. Last tournament played was at Oak Wing in Alexandria. 
Uh, Heath Boudreaux was plus four, winning the first flight, and Nathan Como, plus five, winning the second flight. Thanks a bunch to Boyd Booty for getting me this information. And he's still working on that schedule for the year, but he brought me the uh, year-ending standings, which win big money for, uh, for these golfers. And so uh, it's an accumulation of all the points they've made throughout the course of the year, plus or minus. So in the first flight, went in first place and $250 was uh, Mitch Thibodeau, and he had 14 points. Boyd Booty, uh, the CEO and director, he was second with uh, plus 11, went in $150, and then third place, Mark Army, went in $100 with plus nine. And then in the, the second flight, uh, first place winner was uh, Kevin Booty. He was plus nine, went in $250, and then Don, well, I'm sorry, uh, Billy Abair was second at plus seven, edging out Don Duck DeReese at plus six, and they won the same amount of money, 150 and $100 as well. So they, get, they're, they have uh, 11 events for the year, and um, turn it on, boxcars might. And uh, Boyd said he would get me that information as soon as possible. Thanks for the libation, and hi there, good to see your face. Yes, sir. Same, same here. Hey there, Saints. Sorry, it's sorry. Sporting didn't make, Saints. Sorry, I, didn't, I didn't get your biscuits yesterday. <laughs> I was. I went to mass uh, Saturday afternoon because I was. Oh, uh, change up. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I don't know, man. It's getting harder and harder to get up early when it's cold, you know. And I mean, it wasn't like really, really cold, but it was just cold enough to like. <laughs> I didn't want to get get, get out, out of that warm bed. Get out of that warm yeah, bed. Yeah, Tony said he missed you at seven o'clock mass. So. Yeah. Well. Yeah. I mean. Well. I kind of flip around between the <laughs> seven and seven thirty, but um, <coughs> but yeah, I went to four o'clock mass Saturday afternoon. So uh, at least you made it. So no biscuits, <laughs> you no know? biscuits. But it was it was a good thing because I had my grandkids and I had to do stuff with them like oh, donuts okay. and unhealthy hey, stuff. When um, speaking, <laughs> are you, I, I don't know why they triggered the thought, but it just you know parades. Um, I don't when, know. That's a good question that you're okay. gonna ask. It's got to be pretty soon. Got to be. They I, always I have the first. Jeff. They always have the first parade of the year. It seems like you know in Iberia. Man, look, um, we, you gonna come hang out with me? I'd well, depends on what day it is. You know, it's I gonna mean, be at night. So well, I know. know no that. matter what day. I, no, <laughs> I know, but but it se it seems like theirs is always really early, and I mean, heck, Mardi Gras is just three weeks away. You know, right. <laughs> I mean, it's so. I have not heard a word. I haven't so either. I don't know. That's one of the things my wife asked me this morning, and I'll have to ask Jeff if I I'm can a, remember. I think I just – I might just Google, Google that. Google it while, <laughs> I, while, I, while <laughs> I can conclude the local yeah, because stuff. I'm almost Other done. than the miraculous, you know, victory that happened this weekend, I don't know anything <laughs> else that's going on, man. Well, it, it was miraculous, and we're going to talk about that at length. But uh, finishing up with the local stuff – Thanks to Mr. Lawson Ruley, the president of the uh, Lafayette Senior Men's Golf Association, for getting me this information. Their last month activities, uh, second Tuesday of the month, out-of-town tournament was played at the Lynx on the Bayou, another four-star event uh, golf course in uh, Alexandria. Well, and the winners of that was... Randy McDaniels, Myron Rodriguez, Tim Maringo. Well, I can't make it but because it's uh, this Friday night. Oh, my. 6.30 p.m. This Friday, like January? January 26th, buddy. I don't know if I will even be here. Yeah, I'm going out of town. My uh, little uh, <laughs> granddaughter's getting baptized um, s Sunday, and I've, you know, got a bunch of food and stuff, and 
going up there to cook and everything else. But, man, I haven't heard a word about it. It's no. just crazy. Maybe they'll move it. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, the weather's probably not. No, they might have to. The weather's supposed to be yeah, crappy. Pretty rainy. <laughs> the rest of the week, yeah. All right, back to the um, Lafayette Senior Men's Golf Association, their tournament, the fourth Tuesday of the month in December, there was at their club tournament, which is La Vauchains. However, they held it at their other home course, it says here, La Vauchains Golf Course. And the format for this was a four-man scramble. First place went to Henry Menard, Ted Dupin, Tim Maringos, and Mitch Gospa, 64, finishing second or tied for second. Randy McDaniels, Brett Galata, Keith Benoit, and Lawson Ruley himself, the CEO and director, shot 66, along with Glenn Bertrand, Eric Rusin, Woody LaMare, and Rick Hedich. So thanks, Lawson, once again, for getting me this information. Then the UL Raging Cajuns, their spring season starts up fairly soon, or, or Mardi Gras, in fact, uh, the 12th and 13th of February in Mobile at Magnolia Grove, one of the Robert Trent Jones courses, sponsored by South Alabama. And then uh, my grandson, he's gearing up for uh, tournaments this spring as well, along with his high school team, Lafayette High Senior High School, uh, playing on Wednesdays uh, throughout Acadiana. And that ought to about do it, unless you got something to add to that, my friend. Uh, no, not, not on this end, buddy. I, um, I don't even get... Like I used to get a feed uh, every week about golf news <laughs> on my phone, mm -hmm. and that's even stopped. I, I guess it's just a, a slow time of the year, so I don't know, man. Mm -hmm. But you know, I trust that I, I know you have some stuff running. We'll uh, oh yeah, yeah, we'll we, talk about we got that. Plenty of stuff to talk about. All right, man. All right, we'll see you on the other side. Hey guys, if you're looking for the top golf experience in Iberia Parish, you need to look no further than Kane Row Golf and Turf Club. Low or high handicappers will enjoy the beautiful greens, the recently refurbished sand traps, and incredibly plush fairways. And by the way, you don't have to be a golfer to enjoy Cane Row. The brand new clubhouse sports some of the best burgers, pizza, wings, and many other choices along with absolutely the best, most potent margaritas that you've ever tried. So whether it's golf, food, or just some fun, come to Cane Row and enjoy. Golfballs.com carries the latest selection of golf balls, clubs, and gear from brands such as Titleist, TaylorMade, and Callaway. Get custom fit in our state-of-the-art golf simulator or shop our selection of high-quality apparel from Vineyard Vines, Southern Tide, and Bad Birdie. Featuring 20,000 square feet of golf equipment and gear, Golfballs.com was founded here in Acadiana 25 years ago and remains the world leader in golf customization. Located on Arnold Boulevard next to Harbor Freight Tools and, of course, online at Golfballs.com. Sugar Oaks Golf Course, located at 4002 Sugar Oaks Road, is an 18-hole regulation golf course. This medium yardage layout has adequate length, wide fairways, and not-too-difficult approach shots. Sugar Oaks Golf Course is a semi-private course that's open to the public. Our guest rates are very attractive, and our monthly dues are accommodating. Give us a call for your tee time. That's Sugar Oaks Golf Course in New Iberia. Phone 337-364-7611. 364-7611. Tesh Matters, 10 to 1, on New Iberia's home for the hits of the 60s, 70s, and 80s. Kane, 107.5. And we're back. You tune in to Kane Radio's Chip Shots with Teddy Sliman and Ralph Boxcar Bajeron. Talking about golf now on the National golf scene as uh, 
Some fireworks happened box score this weekend on the American Express at La Quinta, California on PGA West. As an amateur, Nick Dunlop, a sophomore from uh, Alabama, 20-year-old, won as a PGA Tour event for the first time that an amateur has done that in 33 years. And uh, Phil Mickelson was the last one to do that. So, uh, wow, it's, uh, it's pretty shocking and uh, uh, eye-opening that these, these young college players are, are uh, tournament ready, if you will. Yeah, well, I mean, he, he's, uh, he's kind of, I mean, look, we all keep looking for the next Tiger, right? I mean, oh, you know. You're not going to find that. Well, I'm just saying, you yeah. know. Yeah, we are looking. We, we've seen, you know, flashes from here and there. But look, Teddy, at 20, the resume he's put together. Oh, what? The junior amateur, the amateur, now a PGA Tour win. And I look, mean, he's the only other guy besides Tiger to be in that category right. of winning a junior, U.S. junior, right. and a U.S. amateur. So yeah, and, and I mean, at 20 years old, like, like, like you said. said. And of course, going back to 91 was when Phil Mickelson right. won, won as an amateur, and, and, and he's the youngest amateur to win since 1910. Mm -hmm. So Mickelson was just a little bit older than him. And, and uh, uh, man, it, it's just incredible, you know. And, and uh, look, it wasn't easy, you know. He, you know, he, uh, he had a three shot lead going into the, 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 the last round and, and uh, you know, ended up winning by, by one shot. Um, <coughs> but. You know, when you put together everything he's accomplished as far as an amateur golfer, and and uh, it's um, I don't know, man. It, he's got a lot of tough decisions in the days ahead, and he's already. Well, we we're gonna talk about. Yeah, that. he's already yeah. pulled out of the Farmers Open this yeah. this next coming week, and and understandably so. I mean, you can you know you it'd be a giant letdown to have to go uh, you know try to tee it up again. I think. This, oh, this that's too week. much going on in his mind. In you know? it, yeah, I mean, he's I mean, got too his many his life has changed. Yeah, to make. yeah, exactly. You know, and and I mean, he, you know, he he was already getting sponsors exemptions into tournaments left and right, and um, but but now he's fully exempt for the for the upcoming year. He's he's in all the you know series events uh, they have now. Um, he's in the Masters, obviously. He's, well, he was you know, in the he Masters, Masters in anyway, the U.S. Open before but he's as an P amateur. I think he's in the PGA now. PGA um, as well. I haven't heard about the Open Championship. No, he's not into that uh, as of yet. He'd probably get a special exemption, but uh, he didn't qualify by winning right. that tournament as an amateur. But, but unfortunate. Um, <laughs> no, I Shame know. On them. It, it, yeah, it's um, you know, pretty pretty incredible. Like I said, and 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 uh, uh, he 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 didn't come out of nowhere. No, you know? he didn't. Look, I mean, listen to this. <laughs> he shot fifty nine at age twelve years old, and then. You know, that's astounding in, his, in itself, you know. And then uh, he shot 60 in Saturday's round at, uh, at the American Express, right. which is the lowest round ever shot on the PGA Tour by an amateur. Oh, 60, 12 under four. Holy smoke, man, no, this guy he, can play. No, he's uh, – and, I, you know, honestly, I didn't get to watch, no, watch so either. much football over the weekend. I didn't watch any of the golf, and, and I kind of regret it because I, I had no even – idea what his swing looks like even you i don't know? either um, i'm with you I, I need to start watching golf but um <laughs> much as i hate to but boy i tell you um and it, it pains me that he you know he said alabama of all places you know and then who collapsed but uh lsu golfer sam burns yeah yeah i know um that's that's, that's nick saban is grinning man yeah his, well 
It's his shadow still over over. I'll bet I bet Justin Thomas paid Sam Burns to collapse. <laughs> you know, I mean, you know, yeah. just so they could get that that uh that big elephant up well, there. Yeah, he finished third. Or tied, all right, tied right. For third or something. But uh, but yeah, I mean, <laughs> kind of lost in all of this is the guy who gets the money, you know? <laughs> and, and that's uh. How you Chris, pronounce that dude's Chris, name? Christian uh, Benzendwat. <laughs> Bezendwul. Okay, Bezendwul. Good lord. Good um, lord. You need some beer to pronounce that. <laughs> no, but it is Bezendwult. Um Yeah, I mean he uh, he gets uh, you know uh, the the first one point five million one point huh? five million yeah, and then the the three players who tie for third will be paid as if they finished in a three way tie for second. And so you know here's my first rant. <laughs> okay, <laughs> all right. At this point in 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 time where we were at it as a as a, a sports culture with NIL and athletes essentially being paid. I mean, you can sugarcoat it any way you want to. I even heard today they're talking about now where they will be start actually paying instead of doing NIL deals to the uh, football players only, not, not all the athletes, but football players. But there will be a salary cap in the NCAA for football. So, all, mm-hmm. you know, so, so one at university won't have a bigger advantage because <coughs> what's happening now is the, the – the universities with a lot of money backers are just throwing money left and right, you know, into the into the pot. And some other universities who have good football programs so, don't have the backers like so that. So we're back to square run. Where well, exactly. Essentially. Exa- yeah, essentially, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like the old car um, dealerships and whatever. Yeah, what was the, yeah. the, the uh, guy? What team? Odell te- Beckham. The one in Texas that got the death penalty because of uh, the deals oh, they were doing. Yeah. Oh, not Baylor. Um, oh, Southern. Uh, God, I'm drawing to Blake. But anyway, mm-hmm. um, yeah, so so at this point in time, man, I, I think he ought to be able to declare at the end of the tournament, I'm a professional. <laughs> Give me my money. No, that, that, that won't work. <laughs> I know. It's not I, retroactive. And, and I know it goes against what, you know, what you believe in. But, but um, well, no, I mean, but, you know, he had had to declare before to, to be a pro and as, but, as a, non, but, a non-member of the PGA Tour, he couldn't. But what's the difference between that? I know it's a big difference. It's like what, what, what million. What do you mean? The, the, this tournament giving him the money? The yeah, PGA yeah. Tour yes. giving him money f- for winning? So, so you remember back in, I don't know, I'm not even sure if they do that anymore. But back in the day, if you were <clears throat> playing in a local tournament and you want a certain amount of money in a tournament or credit, even at a pro shop, mm-hmm. if it exceeded a certain amount, you forfeited your amateur status, right. but you still got the prize. Okay, <laughs> you still got the yeah. You became a professional. Yeah, and t- and you had to got, redeclare you for you your amateur status. You right. got the merchandise. And merchandise is one point five million. That big cardboard <laughs> check is what I want. I want that big cardboard check. Uh, I, I don't, man. It's a uh, you know. Well, I don't know. They, they they're going to have to look at these rules now, and uh, I think you'll just see more and more guys. I mean. The L, the uh, PGA the, Tour. What's their minimum requirement for, for age? Oh, I, onto I, the I, it's probably sixteen or so. Because I know the LPGA is sixteen. I thought uh, the PGA was eighteen yeah, for some be. reason. But I'm. But I'm, the bigger question is, what should what should he do now? Oh, he you should know? he should turn. I mean, just like look, right now. Absolutely. I look. I'm all for education. There ain't no education, no degree that's going to get you this amount of money that you could possibly earn and 
and what happens if you start playing, you know, you keep playing collegially as an amateur, and then all of a sudden you throw you back out, you do this. Look, this is life changing. I mean, well, what you, about the live then? They, they approach Well, that. that's what I'm afraid of. The live is going to come in and <laughs> offer him the biggest contract ever to be, you know, on their, their side. But that's, uh, that's his decision. I mean, he's going to have that. But, you know, I, I'm just looking at it right now uh, as to. But he's saying you know, that it's, it's more than just him, it's his team, you know. Well, like yeah, he, they, like all, they, say. they all say that. I mean, everyone. <laughs> my family, of them, my coach, you yeah, know, and everything. They, they all say that. And then I and see the other side, you know, wanting to, to go to college and, and have that experience with your teammates and all. And, you know, put an NCAA championship on your resume. Well, that's. I'm sure he's getting a lot of money right now anyway. Well, he probably he, he probably comes from money. I don't I don't really don't know. I didn't I never looked at his background. You know, who I, I have no idea about his. You know, but I do know <laughs> that you only have a certain amount of um, of of of, of prime you know prime years. Mm -hmm. And he's man, look, I mean, who knows? Again, maybe he is the next great thing. And and do you want to? waste another two years not waste is a bad but spend another two years of your amateur career when you could be when you could have played in eight majors um and not not only that box score but he he's exempt into these eight signature events that are going to happen this year and they are no cuts right. guaranteed, guaranteed money. yeah just like right. the fedex cup you get in the finals you make a check and a I, big and, check and last place is probably about 150 grand more, oh, more than likely oh, way more last than that. Pl last yeah. place oh yeah okay. i mean we talking about like well in the fedex cup you know it's well, like well yeah i mean that's that's a little different yeah, yeah. but I, i'm sure it's it's beefed up cuz they they like 20 million dollar events where the the winner's going to get you know $5 million, and everybody's going to get a nice paycheck <laughs> just yeah. for playing. No, I know. And then I, no I mean, cut? Come eight, on, man. And multiply that, that time eight? Yeah, that's, that's hard to lot, pass up. That's a lot of a lot of cheese there, you know. And, and, uh, and what if he would uh, win one, you know? Well, I mean, and I, I – look, I mean, he – it's not like he he was at the um, you know the Puerto Rican Open. And oh won no! This. You know that was a that was a good field he beat. Yeah, twenty two of the top fifty players, I think we said last week. Yeah, in, I mean the just field. just look at the final grouping he was in. I mean, you know, uh, look, that, yeah. no, I mean hats off to him and and uh, I mean personally, I think he should turn pro, but that's just I do too. That's just uh, what I you mean, know. Um, you know, it's it's, but you know, and plus it, it gives LSU a better chance to win the <laughs> SEC. <laughs> you know, it's uh, yeah, he moved. He's the 68th in the world now, just from that one win, and and all his other credentials. Yeah. you know, like a, a U.S. amateur counts towards points and but, stuff. But but it, it now now this <clears throat> part of it goes to show you again how strong the the collegiate ties are, though, because uh, <coughs> part of the reason he gave for withdrawing from this week's Farmers Insurance Open, besides all the other distractions, he wanted to go back home and celebrate with his teammates. Uh, and if, if you saw the, the the some of the videos, his teammates from Alabama were, were just going crazy watching, yeah. you know, watching him. And, 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 uh, and you know, ju again, Justin Thomas had to, look, you want to win if, you, if you're playing on a PGA Tour. But if he couldn't win, <coughs> you know he had to be happy to see his fellow Crimson Tide, you know, player win and, and sam burns plummeting to six yeah. to tied for six uh, uh double yeah. bogey the last two holes jim prejean was telling me about it Hooked yeah i in didn't the water both water balls on both holes yeah and and you know that's 
That's the thing about Sam. Uh, when you kind of look at his young career so far, he's had a propensity for, you know, I don't want to say call, I'm not going to say choke, but he doesn't finish like he should. You yeah. know, he can put together some really low rounds and look really good, but in those final rounds, he um, he gets t- tight. And then how, how about this? You know, um, Nick Dunlop didn't know he had. He thought he had a two-shot lead playing the last hole. We only really only had a one-shot lead. Can can you imagine that? And now 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 a day and age to yeah, not know exactly. Not know where you, I mean, on the last hole of a very important championship. Good googly goo. Yeah. Well, th- thank you know. Thankfully, he didn't you know. Yeah. Play it too conservative. Right. It could have could have bite bit him. For yeah. Sure. But um. I see I, what and else. From and again, team. I didn't see any of it, but I was just kind of kind of read you know. Yeah. And and it, it, here's kind of the other part of it too is people were pointing this out. What about his poor caddy? You know the, <laughs> you know, I mean he would ordinarily get Never ten to get ten percent of that one point five k, and what he he might have made five hundred bucks to carry the bag. You know. Oh man, he's he's sobbing in his beer right now. I wonder who his caddy was. Might have been a teammate or somebody I, like that. Yeah, I don't think so. I think probably it was, not. I yeah. think it was an older guy. Um, <laughs> well, like you said, Justin Thomas, another Alabama player, finished third. And then uh, Sam Burns d- plummeted till tied for six. But uh, also good news in the, in the tournament was Daniel Berger. He, uh, he had a year and a half off with a back injury. And yeah. ironically enough, paired with Will Zalatoris, another guy that had, you know, a bad back uh, and, and, and hampered his uh, career up to this point. And both of them were paired together. So that's kind of cool. Yeah, and and um, you know it, it. I mean, I think they they both made the cut, right? Yeah, they both made the cut. Yeah, so that's that's, you know, when you're coming back from injuries like that, that's kind of your first goal is to just make sure you can still play, um, and and not you know not and and get seventy two holes in and and not have to withdraw, you know, because right. we saw that with Tiger, you know, very often after his comebacks that. He, he would think he's ready, and then he'd get out there, and after 36 holes even, maybe he made the cut, but he had to withdraw in the third round because things, you know, started getting right. bad. And uh, so, and with the back, boy, that, you know how that is, Teddy. I Oof. mean, uh, every, when it's in your mind, any given swing, you're just thinking, boy, this could be it. You yeah. know, it's hard to, it's hard to just let yourself go and freewheel it, and, you know, but, um Thankfully, these guys, you know, have a different mindset than we do because I think we try to play not to get injured sometimes, and mm-hmm. you know they try to play through injuries. So um, here's something I didn't know. Uh, you know, we talking about him as as an amateur winning the first time since Phil Mickelson in 1991, but Fred Haas in 1945 was an amateur when he won the Memphis Invitational. And of course, we know Fred Haas was the guy that ended Byron Nelson's. 11 tournament win streak. Byron mm-hmm. Nelson in the year of the war, uh, as the war ended, he won 11 tournaments in a row, and that <laughs> I'll never even be close to being come, you know, touch that record there. But I didn't realize Freddie Haas was a was an amateur at the time that he did that. Now, Fre- Freddie, didn't Freddie Haas have some ties to Louisiana? Yeah, he was born in New Orleans. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I had one of his putters at one time, believe it or not. I'm not sure how it made its way to Spanish Trail back in the day. But um, my first tournament as a golf pro was at Sherwood Forest in Baton Rouge, and Freddie Hotz and I tied at five under par for the for the 54-hole tournament. It was uh, the Louisiana PGA, uh-huh. and uh, he beat me in a playoff. 
Oh. But uh, he, he was my dad's real good friend, you know, way back in the day, being from New Orleans. And uh, he's also noted for, besides this, for uh, he was the uh, investor and innovator of Dr. Tishner's. Remember Dr. Tishner's? Yeah. Man, that was a staple in the medicine cabinet. Back in our day, we had Dr. Tishner's, <laughs> Mercuricolm, and uh, Methylate. Methylate. Yeah. yeah, that was the three. Well, and that cured every, anything. Every tournament, Freddie would bring us a little bottle. They'd pass them out to everybody. Plus, you, you could know, drink it in an emergency. <laughs> <laughs> If you really want to, nasty, huh? <laughs> <laughs> but he invented that, really. Yeah, he 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 was. He had a patent. I, in? I, that I don't know all Ooh, the intricacies, man. but he was he was part of the investment in it. Well, he know? made some money. Oh off yeah, of that, yeah. Believe he was, me. He was, he now was, was he is is that part of the Jayhaus? No, 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 no. Really? No, not at all. Wow, that's no. weird. And another thing about Freddie Haas, he played in 1934. Played in the very first Masters. And uh, if you ever get a chance to look, you could probably Google it and look it up. The, a pi- they have a picture of Bobby Jones and all the players, hmm. and he's right there in it, you know. But, you know, when you, we're talking uh, about amateurs winning a tournament, the, 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 the one that I remember, the, the first one to do it uh, that I remember was I was in Myrtle Beach, South Carolina on a vacation, uh-huh. and I was, you know, <coughs> playing golf in Myrtle Beach, and, and I was big in the, I mean, I'm big in the golf now, too, but, I mean, I was really, <coughs> I mean, I was young, and I was, uh, that's, was what I, Scott I, Verplank? I, yeah, Scott Verplank, you know. And 1985. Yeah. So, I got so, the list here. So, interestingly enough, you know, I'm watching that. He, he wins, and uh, then this weather thing comes on. I hadn't watched any news. I was at the beach or playing golf. And this thing comes on, this hurricane is, uh, is, is getting ready to hit South Carolina. And um, I, I forgot the name of the hurricane. But anyway, we got out, uh, canceled our reservations for the rest of the week, got out of there just in time, and it ended up being a major hurricane that hit the, the next day. But, um, but, yeah, I remember that, Scott Verplank. Yeah. And, and uh, that w- I thought that what? was, like, so cool exactly and to show you how how professional golf has grown over the years so those three guys 1985 scott verplank phil mickelson 91 and dunlop now in 2024 are the 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 latest three winners before that 1956 and before amateurs won left and right because there wasn't that many golf pros right right, listen to this list carrie middlecoff in 1945 freddie haas frank stranahan gene littler doug sanders and that's amazing. All in the 40, late forties and fifties, you know. So yeah, I mean, go, I mean, pro I, golf I, was nothing then. No, you, it goes back a long way. But when you think about it, I mean, when Bobby Amateur, you know, Bobby Amateur, Bobby Jones, <laughs> you know, kind of set the standard for amateurs, you know, and and, right, and right. we know the professionals were considered second class, um, you know, people back then. I mean, yeah, you had to work in a pro shop and try to play in these little tournaments. Yeah, you know? yeah, and and uh, a lot of times they didn't even have access to the locker rooms uh, at the at the nice courses. Uh, exactly. It was reserved for the elite amateurs, and, and so, it, yeah, it's done a, a complete 180 for sure. But um, No question. Uh, you know, I'm, right. But, no, I mean, I'm excited for golf, and, you know, again, my only fear is that the Saudis are – putting together a um a package as we speak that he can't turn down you know and and well that's why he's going home and talk to the people that are close to him you know his family and coach and friends and well, stuff. hopefully john rom isn't involved <laughs> in it you know and uh, uh or uh greg norman god forbid but you know yeah i mean so many people have said one thing and then next thing you know john rom's the big one oh yeah. he's the big one yeah for sure 
No, right, was, like I said, the only one I have res respect for is uh, Harold Warner. He said right up front, I'm doing it for the money for my family. <laughs> yeah. And he did, you know, mm -hmm. I mean, and he hasn't played worth a crap since he's been on that tour, but he got his money. Got it, hopefully. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, then, speaking of the Arabs, uh, Rory busted through and won the Dubai Classic. So uh, that means the last two tournaments, he's finished first and second because uh, he almost won the Dubai double by uh, last week messing up on the uh, 72nd hole. I think he hit it in the water or something like that. But uh, this is the fourth time Rory wins this Dubai Classic. And uh, I think his game is really, uh, you know, priming up for what's going to happen in a, in a couple of months. I hope so. Yeah, I mean, I mean I, wouldn't we all love to see him win that, that last leg of the Grand Slam at Augusta? Yeah, he, he oh, man, he, he just – it's all between, you know, he's got six inches to, to cure between his ears, you know. I mean, that's that's all he has to do because he's got, obviously got the game for Augusta National. Oh, God, no um, question. And he's got the knowledge of the golf course. I mean, it, it's, sure. you know, it, it, it's, there's no excuse at this point other than you got to overcome the mental block of hitting it into the cabins on that 10th hole that year. Yeah. You know, and and I don't. He just hasn't done that yet. You know, and and um, I think this might be the year. I mean, it's he, he's got a. He knows he's getting older. I think he's thirty four or something like that, and he knows his chances of uh, of winning it are getting slimmer and slimmer and, and as he ages. I mean, everybody wants him to do it. It's it's you know he's the crowds are <laughs> that's behind. Prob that's probably you know? the no, the it is. That's a that too is, much pressure. That is because yeah, some some guys just feed off of the. Uh, you know, being the, the villain and, you know, kind of, you know, crowds pulling against them. And they play better when, when they don't have that pressure on them. Uh, try to, you know, we saw that with Ian Poulter <laughs> time after time in the, in the Ryder Cup. Ian Poulter was, in my opinion, not a great golfer. You know no, I mean? He, he was just a – he wasn't even a good ball striker or anything. But he boy, was just charismatic, you know. Yeah, but you put him – yeah, he was flashy. But you yeah. put him in the Ryder Cup and when the team – when uh, oh, the, well, the crowds, crowds started pulling against him, oh, yeah, you know. So a lot of times when you have everybody on your side and you kind of feel like you're bearing the weight of that um, – yeah, you know, it's too it's, much it's pressure. It's tough, yeah, it's tough. So finishing second was Cameron Young, and this guy blew it. He had a two-shot lead, uh, and then during the first 12 holes of the last round, he was four over par, so he just about handed it to Rory and made some kind of a comeback. Well, that's, that's me. Okay, and that not to be overlooked was amateur uh, Michael Thornburson. He, uh, he's a senior at Stanford. He finished tied for 11th, so uh, another uh, college golfer in a major tournament. Just blood busting them away. So uh, it's it's for real, this young generation of players coming out of college uh, with no fear. And then uh, on the ladies' side, uh, box score of the LPGA Tournament of Champions was played. Lydia Ko was the winner of that. She uh, The season ending, a season opening, rather, event for the ladies. And uh, last year, poor Lydia Ko was winless. And... Uh, well, <coughs> now, not poor. She's not. Yeah, she's no, not she's poor. not not literally poor. Yeah, she didn't. She didn't even qualify for that for that FedEx whatever they call it FedEx finals. But uh, she's 26 years old, and this was her 20th win, and now she's only one point from making the uh, Hall of Fame, which uh, would be pretty cool for a 26 year old to get into that. It's, it's something she's aiming for. Uh, yeah, because LPGA uh, Hall of Fame is tough, man. Uh, you know, they have you know a lot. 
criteria. A lot of criteria that uh, a lot of a lot of good players couldn't quite fulfill. Um, but but now they they start so darn young now. You know, it, it's a lot easier for them. Um, I guess at this point in time, but right. yeah, she deserves to be in the Hall of Fame. I mean, she'll Lord. get it. She'll get it. And then speaking of uh, girls golf or ladies golf, Rose Zhang, kind of like uh, Nick Dunlop. She was a world number one. Uh, she's returning to Stanford, though, as uh, as an amateur. She's won the NCAA, the U.S. Women's Amateur, the U.S. Girls Amateur. So she's got the big three all locked up. And uh, she's going back to school. She wants to be a uh, She's the first to sign for an athlete for the ladies in the NIL, which uh, we talked about. She did it with yeah. Adidas. Mm. So uh, Rose Zhang, uh, she is definitely going to be uh, a force to contend with on the LPGA Tour if and when she turns. And look, maybe Dunlap gets a, a big NIL deal. You know, maybe Callaway or Ping or Titleist. Or, I know they mentioned the you two, know. two uh, logos he was wearing on his cap and his shirt and shoes. Yeah, and bag. I mean, maybe they come out with, you know, a – yeah, I mean, ten, twenty million dollar sponsor, de yeah, a deal that, yeah, you know, that that he doesn't have to be concerned about, you know, and and uh, put that money in the bank and continue amateur career and and then yeah, turn then pro later. Then it won't later. be I mean, about the money. It'll no, be about you know, winning events. You know, and and it, but then, really, what is it? You know, <laughs> aren't you really a professional at that point in time <laughs> because yeah. of the, the money? You know, seriously, I mean, it's but I mean, you're, you're talking about college golf. It's not. A, it's not. No, it's not I, amateur. I know. Uh, you know, football is not amateur in, in college anymore. Nothing is so, amateur no. in college anymore. So. I mean, honestly. All right, let's end with these, uh, and I want your opinions. Phil Mickelson ends his uh, deal with Callaway. That's surprising. <laughs> really, you think so? Even. With him going to the live and all? Well, yeah, because, I mean, he ended it or they ended it? I don't know. It just says ends. Well, yeah, yeah. I would have to think. I don't think he ended it because, if you remember, Phil made a huge deal about when he signed with Callaway. He was a ping player his whole right. amateur career. Right there in Arizona. And right. when he signed with, with Callaway and, uh, and Tiger was with Nike and he was making fun publicly <laughs> – of Tiger's equipment and yeah. how inferior it was. And then when they got, when Hal Sutton made that you know, great decision to pair him and the Ryder Cup together, <laughs> the big thing was, well, are we going to play the Titleist ball the Tiger's playing or the Callaway ball that Phil's playing, you know? And, and it was back and forth, back and forth. So Phil always had the superior attitude that Callaway was the bomb, you know? And, yeah. and Callaway's the one that bailed it, uh, we can say it, bailed him out of his gambling debts, yeah. you know, and paid all that off. So, I think they had to just say, "Look, we've see, we've we've had enough. You know, we're we're done with you now at this point in time." Um, yeah, I kind of uh, would lean that way. I mean, I w why would he drop them? Where, where's he going to go to? You know, <laughs> 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 unless he started his own yeah. line of clubs. Syndication. You know, yep. All right, sixty-six-year-old Bernhard Langer says this will be his last Masters, the forty-first. Oh, yeah, right. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I don't believe him. He's won it in eighty-five and ninety-three. You, you don't believe him? No, because he's not sixty-six. First of all, he's, <laughs> a, he's a cyborg. No, I mean he he is. I mean, there's no way. He's got like a computer chip inside of him. I don't think he's real. You know, uh, what they say AI. He's yeah, a, he's a artificial AI. He's, intelligence. He's not married to a girl not, from Louisiana. He's not a human. <laughs> and he's not married to a girl from Louisiana. <laughs> you know, I mean, he's not human. No, I mean you can't do what he. You know, no. He, him and Gary Player both are just 
they're they're aliens. Yeah. On this planet. I got uh, I, I, okay. Now the last thing here is I got something for you to Google, and I couldn't I couldn't successfully Google it, but uh, Jackie Burke Jr., the oldest living major champion winner, would have been 101 in 10 days from now. He passed away at 100. He won the 1956 Masters and the 1956 PGA, and as I just said, he was the oldest living champion. Jackie uh-huh. Berg Jr., the founder of Champions Golf Course, and uh, I couldn't find out who who it is now. That's the oldest. I know it's probably Gary Player, but maybe somebody else is 95, 98 years old and have w- has won a major. But uh, I don't know, man. That's, that's that is a good question. Well, we'll, um, we'll let you Google. That's your homework, Mark Score. <laughs> okay. Um, and one more thing, uh, final note here before we uh, we lock it up. And and by the way, Catholic High School plays. Uh, that uh, some kind of charter school. I can't remember the name Tony gave me. but uh, Renaissance, Renaissance. Renaissance. There you go. Lafayette, so they'll yeah. be on. Uh, I think the girls start like at 6 and maybe the boys at around 6.45 or 7. Uh, but Jeff will be in here to man the boards and give, give you all all that information. So sports continues here on Kane Radio following chip shots. But uh, the last thing I want to leave you with is Brando Chambly. He was in the booth. For the broadcast and uh, as, you know, kind of a uh, check out, see if he can uh, perform or not. And uh, from his contemporaries, he got good reviews. Like I said, I'm like you. I didn't didn't see a, uh, a shot on the on the TV this week. But uh, Brandon Chambly getting good reports from his colleagues as to uh, his broadcast prowess. So uh, there you go. Ooh, wait, I might, I might have it for you. Too. Well, Hurry we, we, we got no, I think it's I think it's an LPGA player. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I think it's Betsy Rawls. Oh yeah, she's still living. I think. Yeah, yeah, because Jack Burke Jr. was yeah he, no Don January. Don January, he didn't pass away. He was born in 1929. Wow. Yeah. So yeah, he yeah. Wow. Yeah. 94. So there you go. Yeah. You know, and you know Gary Player was in 35. So, yeah, it's Don January, then Kathy Cornelius, Joyce Ziski. Marlene Haig and Gary Player. So the the oldest living uh, the oldest living one, yeah. Male and female. Don January, huh? Yeah. It's amazing. Wow. And it's January. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, hope he doesn't die. (laughs) Hang in there, Don. (laughs) (laughs) All right, thanks for tuning in. Uh, once again the Catholic High basketball game against uh, you say it boxcore. Uh, Lafayette Renaissance Christian Academy. There you go. Tee it up at or tip it off at uh, seven o'clock. Stay tuned. Sugar Oaks Golf Course, located at 4002 Sugar Oaks Road, is an 18-hole regulation golf course. This medium yardage layout has adequate length, wide fairways, and not-too-difficult approach shots. Sugar Oaks Golf Course is a semi-private course that's open to the public. Our guest rates are very attractive, and our monthly dues are accommodating. Give us a call for your tee time. That's Sugar Oaks Golf Course in New Iberia. Phone 337-364-7611. 364-7611. Golfballs.com carries the latest selection of golf balls, clubs, and gear from brands such as Titleist, TaylorMade, and Callaway. Get custom fit in our state-of-the-art golf simulator or shop our selection of high-quality apparel from Vineyard Vines, Southern Tide, and Bad Birdie. Featuring 20,000 square feet of golf equipment and gear, Golfballs.com was founded here in Acadiana 25 years ago and remains the world leader in golf customization. Located on Arnold Boulevard next to Harbor Freight Tools and, of course, online at Golfballs.com. Hey guys, if you're looking for the top golf experience in Iberia Parish, you need to look no further than Cane Row Golf and Turf Club. 
Low or high handicappers will enjoy the beautiful greens, the recently refurbished sand traps, and incredibly plush fairways. And by the way, you don't have to be a golfer to enjoy Cane Road. The brand new clubhouse sports some of the best burgers, pizza, wings, and many other choices along with absolutely the best, most potent margaritas that you've ever tried. So whether it's golf, food, or just some fun, come to Cane Road and enjoy. The hits of the 60s, 70s, and 80s on Kane 107.5. You're listening to KANE 1240 AM and K298CQ 107.5 FM, New Iberia. The voice of the Tash. K-A-N-E. 